0: Y'all, your girl here is streaming from her car. I'm on my way to pick up my son from school and wanted to record this podcast because I wanted to share on a topic that has been in my awareness for a couple months and it's about alcohol. And... This is also inspired by the Almost 30 podcast um, that I listened to last, episode 555 of theirs, and I wanted to give a little tidbit on that. That morning, when I started the podcast, I was seeing 555 everywhere, and I... Typically listen to podcasts in the morning and I opened up the I have a slew of podcasts, and I just randomly pick whichever one calls to me intuitively and I picked the almost thirty podcasts and I noticed that the episode was five 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 and I was like, this is for me. The episode was on alcohol, and in that moment, I was in the car, I saw a crow, and I got full body chills. And knew that this is something that I needed to listen to, and also something that I needed to talk about. And I want to share my own personal story and development with alcohol, and my relationship with alcohol, and perhaps, um, you know, inspire you to maybe take a different perspective on it. And. By no means am I judging anybody that does drink alcohol. Up until this point, I've been, you know, sober, what, since the 17th of October. Um, And maybe I'll drink here and there. Maybe I won't. I don't know yet, but I wanted to share my journey with you. And again, just be your girlfriend and be a girl chatting and having this type of conversation. So I wanted to start by... You know, alcohol, I don't know about you, but the the addiction I don't think is the alcohol. I think it's the socialization that happens with the substance, right? Because I remember the first time that I had a drink and I actually did a psych K session with Andy a couple months ago because... The whole topic of alcohol had come up into my awareness and we worked with it and my first memory was like having a beer at one of my best friend's house in middle school and like really having the time of our lives Um, and it was like it was like a bonding thing like we would talk about like you know what happened the you know the next day we would start talking about what happened the night before and all of that jazz right. And since my first drink, alcohol was very palpable in my upbringing, especially in high school and college. And what I remember most is drinking and then having the stories about drinking the day after and laughing. And still to this day, my good group of girlfriends that I've known for coming on gosh, I don't know, 20 years, something like that, (laughs) giving away my age here, Um, that we still talk about and we still laugh about. And I value those memories because they truly, you know, give me guttural joy. But again, recognizing that the connection that we all really wanted, I think, happened after we would drink, not necessarily before, because or while, right? Because you're kind of disconnected. Like you don't really remember the details of the night or what happened or how things transpired. And it can be this kind of numbing out and just for whatever reason to go out and have a drink and dance and have fun. And unfortunately, I wasn't into mushrooms at that time. I think if I would have probably used mushrooms, I'd pee in a different space. Um, But I wanted to touch on where I am now in my journey. And there's been this, not repulsiveness, but this strong resistance towards drinking alcohol. And I could put this in Two separate categories. Yes, energetically and collectively, our vibrational frequencies are rising, and alcohol is essentially a lower vibrational frequency. And also, my spiritual development and and my growth has shifted to the point where I do want deep connection, where I don't want to numb out, where I want to feel, where I'm okay with what I'm feeling. I'm not avoiding the emotions that come through we're drowning them in alcohol, I'm choosing to experience them instead of avoiding them. And something that Sister Shanti touched on, which was really powerful, right around the time, actually not right around the time, maybe like a month or two after I had my session with Andy, she did this little reel and she mentioned how alcohol is essentially poured onto you know, wounds and cuts and, you know, bacteria to pull out the spirit, right? Whereas like marijuana and mushrooms and things of like the plant medicine are essentially from nature that really bring about a different resonance, a different frequency, a different connection, right? So, When she had mentioned that, I was like, holy shit, like no wonder when we drink, we are totally disconnected to the essence of who we are, right? That source energy is almost like washed out, right? And it's so wild that they're also called spirits, right? Like when you go to like these liquor stores, it's like fine wines and spirits or whatever, right? And it's like it takes the spirit almost out of you. And that's why you act recklessly. That's why you do things you wouldn't normally do or say things that you wouldn't normally say. It's because it's sticking you into, you know, a different vibrational frequency. Uh, Last night, my husband and I went to Rufus Dussault. And I was like, it's a Sunday night. I want to be productive on Monday. I've got things to do. I've got kids to take care of. I'm just not going to drink. And the concert seriously felt like light like codes coming through. And I know it sounds like really, they're probably like, whoa, pump the brake, Shelly. You're, you're getting too woo. But I connected with a couple of other people in the spiritual community, and they also felt very strong energy last night, which was October 24th. And it, I'm sorry, October 23rd. I apologize. Today is the 24th. Um, and there was like serious energy coming down. And the music that Rufus DeSoul like puts out for me, even though it is like a bit of like this electronic band. It really encourages me to to move fluidly um, to, and it moves my soul fluidly and interestingly enough I find depth in their lyrics even though they don't have many lyrics um, and it was just a really visceral experience for me stepping into a concert without having alcohol. And this was probably the first time I ever did that. And probably one of the best experiences. And it almost like anchored me into the fact that I no longer drink alcohol. Like it's interesting because I got my hair done and they offer me champagne when I go get my hair hair done. And I was like, no, I don't drink anymore. And I was like, whoa, I just said that. Okay. I guess I don't drink anymore, but no, no, thank you. I'm good. But my journey right now where I am is calling me to pause with alcohol and to really feel the feelings, you know, and sometimes we unconsciously recognize that, or Charlotte, let me reword that. I think we unconsciously avoid the feelings. And yet, as I'm becoming more conscious of my emotions and my feelings and my connections and deepen my relationship with plant medicine. I've evolved into desiring to connect with my depths instead of avoid them. And I think that's a very challenging place to go because sometimes in the spiritual community it's always like, think positive, positive affirmations blah blah, blah 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 be positive energy, positive, positive, positive which, yes, there's a space for that, but sometimes there's toxic positivity and you can't like, have negative pie and like you know, muck in like the insides of the pie and then sugarcoat the pie and think it's still gonna be good and sweet, right? And I think we have to really feel the fears, really feel the worries, really feel the anxieties, really feel those layers and parts of us that we avoid and detour. I feel like I've said avoid so many times, so I'm going to try and use different words, but detour um, that. We use things that further numb us out in the form of toxic habits or, you know, toxic positivity. And I wanted to share my journey because I had stopped drinking for a couple weeks and then I had a drink um, and my husband and I went out a couple of weeks ago and I had one drink and then I was like I ordered another one I had a couple sips and I was like meh I'm done I'll just drink water I'm good and on the 17th of October I decided to start doing this 30 day reset and completely drop alcohol and as I am I am feeling so much better overall, energetically, and just imagine what alcohol does to your gut, right? Like fucking blast that shit. So I also think that where we are collectively, there's a pull towards using, and it's, it's so much more widely accepted to, you know, take mushrooms and um, ayahuasca and, you know, smoke weed and all these other um, plant medicines that are available to, to shift us in a different way. My personal preference is mushrooms. I do not smoke um, marijuana. I did for a long time in high school, um, but for whatever reason, I, I'm not called to it at this time. Maybe I will in the future. Maybe I won't. And kind of the same with alcohol. I'm, I'm really allowing my intuition to guide me with this journey of hitting the pause button. I for sure I'm doing these 30 days without alcohol and then perhaps reassess and allow my intuition to guide me um, to and fro as it unfolds for me. But taking a conscious look at the why, right? Like do we reach for a glass of wine when we're at a social gathering because we're uncomfortable because we feel alone? because we feel like nobody's talking to us, because we feel like we can't let our guard down, because we feel like we can't relax. What, like, What is the call to the alcohol? That's a good one. I think that's going to be the name of this podcast. What is your call to alcohol, right? Last call for alcohol. Oh my gosh, on a roll. But these are the things that come up for you that for sure are challenging to face, but when you face them and when you feel them in that moment, it's so interesting, Um, and last night, I had no desire to get a drink at all, I had some water and enjoyed myself fully, like, full-blown, flowing, Somatic movements and like static dancing, you name it, it was so powerful and beautiful at the same time, and I felt my my frequency elevate and I think part of that of course, is the music, um, but another part of that is my state within the music, right because they two the two coincide and communicate with one another and the depth of connection with self in those moments is is something that doesn't typ- typically come with alcohol. Now, I do know some people that, you know, they can have, like, really serious spiritual experiences drinking alcohol. I found that up until recently, I was kind of, you know... I'll drink, like, two or three drinks, and then I'm tipsy, and then I check, not check out, but, like, I'm just not, not Shelly. Like, I'm not who I want to be, right? I'm not um, where where I want to be, either, right? Because... You feel like you have to order a drink, or the waitress feels makes you feel like you have to order a drink, right? Because they always come over and they're like, Oh, what can I get you to drink, right? But then, like, the, the, the opportunity there is like, Do I feel pressured to drink? Am I giving in to the pressure because I feel like I need to get a drink, right? So, there's so many layers, and I'm sure so many different components to this, um, but. My personal journey and relationship with alcohol has has deeply evolved and where it's not a part of my joy, quote unquote, right, or a part of what I define as experiencing joy, but more so um, an opportunity for reflection to find my joy because... In reaching for the drink, you're also reaching for something else emotionally, in my opinion. And it's what we're reaching for emotionally that's that's being called to be seen and experienced and aware of so we can act accordingly. And whether or not this is something that's been circulating or you've been thinking about doing be guided by it and ask your body like body does this feel good to do right now like do I desire to have a drink right now what like why do I want to have a drink and if you want to have a drink because your intuition's like yeah have a drink that's different than like I feel like I need to have a drink at this party to socialize I feel like I have to have a drink at dinner. Everyone's drinking. I should probably have a drink. Those, those, that's that's the feeling that I'm asking you to peer into and dive deeper into. And I will keep you updated on, on my journey as it evolves and grows. Maybe I'll do another one after this 30 days of absolutely no alcohol. Um, and check in and, and see where I'm at. But I know for the past couple months, alcohol has been something that's been on my front burner and something that I've been, you know, chiseling away at in the way that I've, you know, verbalized earlier is peering into the whys and peering into what's calling me on the other side of that glass of alcohol and it's been transformative super transformative and I don't I don't think I'm the only one here that's kind of felt these these feelings of like I really don't really want to have a drink. I don't want to go and drink and just drink, right? So I wanted to to share this as I was driving because it just dawned on me to, to share on that and give you guys a little a little snippet of where I am with this and plus I haven't done a solo podcast in a little while and I'm interested to know if you prefer the solos or if you prefer the guests or if you prefer a mix. Um, my ultimate goal is to kind of have a blend but I don't know I'm feeling more of maybe solo or um, I don't know. I think that with every transformation, like, a lot of other things shift as well. So I'm leaving that here. I also want to share that we are doing the Women's Wellness Weekend happening November 18th through the 20th. In Marathon, Florida. It's going to be all about women's empowerment. It is about unplugging and plugging back into your feminine power. And I have such an amazing group of individuals that are going to be sharing their gifts and their insights as well as so many empowering classes. And I would love for you to join us if you're interested in meeting up with us live in the flesh Check out the link in the show notes. It's very inexpensive. It's $600 roughly. um, And it includes two nights stay and the entire wellness weekend event. I would love to squeeze you in person. So check out the link, check out the details and see if it works out for you. Thanks for listening to my my little spiel here. I hope it served you in some way, shape, or form. If it did nothing else, it just gave you, like, oh, that's where she's at. Cool. So thank you so much for growing with me, and thank you for being, being my ears. Sometimes you just need to be heard, right? Sometimes you just need to, like, vent it out and don't always really need a response from somebody else. You just want to be like, this is what I'm doing and I'm putting it out into the world. And if me doing this supports you in doing the same because you feel you're feeling called to do it, but you're like, why am I feeling called to do it? Just do it. Just follow your intuition. Your intuition knows and your intuition is guiding you and let it lead the way and watch how your life ends up changing. Love you lots.